Hey, beautiful people. Welcome to episode one of The Kickback, hosted by your girl, Burrell Colbert. We are here today with Jacqueline Ramos, a.k.a. Jack, amazing graphic designer, artist, and illustrator. Let's get into it. So... And I, I've said, you know, your name, Jackie Ramos, but definitely tell us, like, what do you like to be referred to? What's, how do you like people to refer to you? You know, it's evolved over time. I think um, professionally, I usually use Jacqueline, like when I sign emails, uh, friends call me Jackie, uh, family calls me Jack, which is also where my Instagram username came from. <laughs> There you go. So Jack, and and um, earlier you told me that you like to be referred to as a Latina creator. So just tell me a little bit more about why that particular you know title or reference is important to you. What's the significance of that? Uh, I think it's important because of representation. Like I, I think. Um, by the way I look, I could be like racially ambiguous if I wanted to be, I guess. But I think it's important for, you know, people out there, for young people to know that there are people who look like them, who have uh, similar cultural identities as them that are creating and doing something. Awesome, awesome. And that is super important um, when we think about like, image and how people relate to other folks that are either in their field or outside the field as young people growing up wanting to enter into um, the creative realm <laughs> or into design specifically. So <clears throat> that's definitely important just in even in the simple things with like common ground and relating to somebody that looks like them. Um, so, I mean, just tell me about uh, your journey. Like, how did you arrive to where you are now, um, you know, the challenges along the way, the exciting points along the way, things that were really significant to you um, in throughout this process and journey of getting here. Yeah, sure. Um, well, it's quite a long process. <laughs> um, it seems short when I look back, but really it was a long process because I earned my degree in health science, totally unrelated to what I do now. <laughs> But, um, you know, after moving to the Netherlands, uh, you know, I just was kind of having like, a, I don't know if it's like a midlife crisis or, you know, whatever it is, but, you know, the health field wasn't what I ended up going into. And I was kind of struggling here, finding a job or like what I wanted to do. And I've worked in design for a long time throughout my college years and stuff. So I just kind of started leaning into that more. And I, you know, downloaded Procreate and I was like, well, I'm just going to draw things. <laughs> and <laughs> it kind of just grew from there. And it grew into this thing where I was using art to really like um, reacquaint myself with my culture, because I think, you know, growing up in the U.S. and in California, while there's large Latino communities there, um, I just felt like, I don't know, when you're just trying to blend in, you're trying to be anything but your culture because there's that kind of double-edged sort of like, you know, being proud to be Mexican or being proud to be American. For some reason in the U.S., you can't be both. Mm. So 
-hmm. you know, you're just trying to like, uh, walk a line. And after moving here, I feel like it really gave me like a lot of freedom in a weird way to like re-explore that and it not be defined by someone else. Like what my, how I was interacting with my culture. So I just kind of dove in and I was like, you know what, as a designer, I've realized it is really, really hard, really hard to come across good um, PNGs or, you know, vector images that are of people of color doing things that aren't stereotypical to their, you know, culture or race. And, um, you know, like when you think of Mexican, for example, it's usually like mariachis or it's uh, (laughs) mariachi men specifically, mariachi men, it's tacos, it's burritos, that sort of thing. But like, what about the women? Like, where are these women and how are they being represented? Wow. No, that's kind of how I came to this. (laughs) Yeah. And that's so powerful because, I mean, gosh, representation, like there's been lately, I think this whole movement of, you know, uh, brown women, Latino women. um, But that's more recently started in the last like several years, especially when it comes to design, right? And creative. So the fact that you're, you know, a part of and really in your own way leading um, and becoming a leader in that that movement, I mean, that has to bring you, I would think, so much like fulfillment and joy and just also motivation to continue doing what you're doing. Uh, interesting. When you're making something like GIFs, which is what I primarily do, um, there's a lot of anonymity to it. And it, you know, at one point when I had fallen into this, making these GIFs, I was kind of like, is anyone even seeing these? Like, it's, you know, what am I even doing? Am I just uploading random stuff to the internet? Because you can see in the back end, like how many people are viewing them, but it wasn't a lot. So I was like, okay, I'm mostly just making these to fulfill myself. <laughs> and uh, then it just started getting like random waves of followers, like a couple hundred mm-hmm. here, 20 there. And then all of a sudden people started commenting things. And um, I specifically, I remember this one teacher who left a comment and she is a music teacher and she teaches um, with her kids specific, uh, what are they like units? So one okay. of the units she does on um, mariachi music. And she used one of my female mariachi gifs, and uh, she had no idea who I was, but she somehow found me. And so she commented and she said, she's like, you know, I've been doing this for a while and I've never come across something like this. Like what you're doing matters essentially is what she said. And after like hearing that, it was kind of like, You know, I got a second wind because, you know, when you're like, is anyone even looking at these? It kind of feels like pointless. Like, is it Um, just going into like, you know, oblivion? It's just out in the space. Yeah. Yeah. This random part of the internet, like, (laughs) you know, it was uh, just weird. But then uh, I started getting these random like, like windfalls of like views and I was having things starting to trend and it was crazy. And then all of a sudden I was verified on Jiffy as a creator. And that was 
awesome and totally unexpected. Mm. I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, <laughs> so a total surprise. And um, it's just kind of grown since then. And uh, the amount of views and the amount of followers. And I don't know, it's just been kind of wild. But I think one of the things that like, I kind of sit back and it when it hits me, it's when I'm like, you know, there's someone out there who maybe just started Instagram or started Instagram within the last two years, which is about how long I've been doing this. And all they've known is that there are gifts available that look like them doing things that they do when like those literally did not exist before I started creating right. them. So it's kind of crazy because I know when it didn't exist and the people have been on there for a while, they know they didn't exist. But then all of a sudden they're like, why did there's these gifts available now or gifs? So it's just, I think those are the times when I'm like, okay, it, I'm okay with the anonymity. Yeah, I mean, and that literally makes you, I mean, a trendsetter. And, and obviously that's such a, I think a low profile word to describe what you're doing. But it's, that's cool. That's really dope. Like to, like you said, for people to have just kind of arrived, if you want to say, to, to IG or in a space for them to be able to see these uh, gifs or these gifs. I always go back and forth with that word. <laughs> that Me too. Being, I don't. <laughs> right. Um, when they really weren't there. And that's that's crazy to think about. It's kind of mind-blowing um, that you're really contributing mm -hmm. to you know, culture and contributing to design and creativity in that way. So that's, that's awesome. So now I love to talk about just kind of any pivotal moments in your career. And I definitely want to talk about something that you mentioned to me earlier that just happened on Cinco de Mayo. So let's, yeah. maybe let's start with some earlier pivotal moments and then let's, let's go that direction. Um, I think one of the first pivotal moments was the first time I had something trend because I was like, I'm not expecting to get 38 million views on something like that right. number did not even register to me. Right. Um, How many <laughs> yeah, I was like, why? I, I don't know, because there's also that, you know, imposter syndrome that's like, why me? What am I? You know, who am I? Um, but I think that was like the first thing where I was like, okay, like I could do something with this. Right. And then I think like the second like pivotal moment was the first time I actually had a, a client. Um, it was, uh, literally a, um, a real estate company in Australia that reached out to me through my Jiffy page. Cause there's like an area where you can like reach out to creators and, mm -hmm. That was the time where I was like, okay, this is something people will pay for. Like, cause obviously I do design, I've done design for a long time, but I guess it just didn't occur to me that I could charge people. <laughs> you're never thinking about that because you're creating because you're interested, you love something, and you that kind of just becomes, you know, <clears throat> consequential to what you're doing. And then it's like a whole new world opens. Like you just said, what? Like people will pay for this? 
Yeah, and they'll pay for something specifically that's my style. Like, I think yes. that's the other thing. It's just so strange. And um, I think the next, because that was like, I don't know, a year and a half ago, maybe. But um, most recently <laughs> on Cinco de Mayo, I actually had a huge uh, viewing of my uh, GIFs, which to backtrack, before Cinco de Mayo, I had decided I was putting it out into the universe that by the end of this year, I want to get a billion views on my GIFs. And at that time, I had like 370 million views. Oh, wow. And today, <laughs> I'm sitting at over, um, let's see, it's 6 million or 617 million uh, views, I think. I might be off on that, but ma'am, wait, it's wait. around there. <laughs> Let's just back up for a second because, again, these are these are big numbers, like, and you're what you're doing is kind of niche, like 617 million views on your gyps. And you yeah. just started two years ago, really doing this. Well, not even two years yet, it was about uh in august it'll be two years yeah not even two years i mean that's that's amazing it really is amazing like you're doing this and you're doing it well and i mean i don't think anybody can argue with that so i'm gonna digress i'll let you keep telling this story (laughs) (laughs) yeah but thank you um so yeah i was it had taken me a year um, exactly to get to that like 300 something million. And so that's when like a few weeks ago, I was like, okay, I think in, you know, by the end of this year, my goal is I'm going to upload more GIFs and I want to get to a billion. Well, I knew that the over the past year and a half where I've, um, been uploading, you know, all these GIFs, especially ones that are culturally relevant um, mm-hmm. to my culture, Mexican culture. Um, I was like, you know, Cinco de Mayo is going to be a really big day. So I went and on, uh, I've created like female mariachis, uh, my folklorico uh, dancers. I decided to go on those yes. and I added tags to them for Cinco de Mayo so that they were searchable through that. And well, (laughs) that turned out to be a huge thing because on that day alone, I gained 128 million views on uh, my gifts. And I had five of my gifts that were trending. And even the next day, I still, I gained another 60 some million views so it was a huge increase and it really just blew me away (laughs) yes it would have blown me away if I I think that speaks so much to the desire for what you're doing and obviously your talent and just your ability to be able to see where the gap is and to be able to fill that with something that people really want and what they identify with. And it's, I mean, that's that's the whole package. That takes a lot of talent. I think that takes a lot of just 
kind of insight and gifting. So it speaks a lot to who you are, I think, as a person and who you are as a creative. That's, that's amazing. It really is. <laughs> and you. I mean, what, 120 <laughs> something, 28 million, and then plus the 60 something. That means you've surpassed that over a third of what you got the whole year. What last year you gained in literally two days. You, you surpassed <laughs> that third mark. And now you're at, you know, well over half of where you're wanting to be for this year. So that's, yeah. that's incredible. It really is. And I'm still just like, I'm happy. It's <laughs> not even my work. From there, because you said you chose like kind of a few, I guess, types of work or I don't know if you mm-hmm. call them like subcategories. Um, how did you land on that? for what you made for Cinco, Cinco de Mayo. Okay, so a couple of uh, the gifs that I picked um, were like my banners, which uh, are always a hit because the papel picado, the cutout paper, um, just feels, you know, really Mexican, I guess. (laughs) So people enjoy that on Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) Right. Um, And then, I also um, picked uh, like some of my dancers, uh, one specifically that her dress has like red uh, colors in it, which red seems to be like a really popular color on Cinco de Mayo. I, Mm. as far as I know, there's no like significance to that. It's just a trend that I noticed. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I also chose my uh, female mariachi illustrations that I made. And they're also wearing red, so it kind of goes like with the theme. Mm -hmm. And uh, that one actually, actually both of them trended that they were two of the trending ones for the day. Um, Like the female mariachi, it really kind of like hit home for me um, Mm -hmm. because it really showed me that there's something that people are looking for. Um, Mm. There are, if you go search right now, mariachi uh, for GIFs, there's a lot of male illustrations because it's kind of like the standard that people feel, you know, for mariachis. Um, But what you will also see are uh, my female mariachi creations. They're actually the only ones there. The only female ones. The rest are either male or they're instruments or, you know, that sort of mm-hmm. um, thing. So it just kind of was a big wow moment for me because people had all of those, all of those just to choose from. All of the mm-hmm. male ones, all of the instruments, but the ones that were trending were my female mariachis. So you know, people are looking for it and it was kind of like really validating to know that like what I'm doing, the things I'm creating, like people want them. No, absolutely. And, you know, to your point, I don't know if I've ever seen a female mariachi, mariachi. (laughs) Like, I I don't think I've ever seen (laughs) that. So in my mind, and also coming from a different culture, you know, I'm... I really didn't know that they existed. I really thought that, okay, this is what, this is a man. This is the only person you'll see as a, a mariachi. Um, and I consider myself a pretty cultural, 
person. Like I study other cultures and music and especially dance, right? But I had no idea. So when you talk about like, okay, your, you know, your creation and then this being something that people are seeing, that's, I think, another level of education. Like, yeah, there are women who can actually, you know, be mariachis. Like, because who would have known? I mean, really, who would have known? Yeah. I'm sure that's um, also kind of why it trended. Was It was just kind of a surprise for people to see. So they were like, oh, and... You know, there's tons of female mariachi groups out there, so I'm more than happy to have been able to represent them on, you know, a day that uh, is very significant for mariachi performers. You know, they're mm. out there, you know, whether that's festivals, restaurants, whatever, that's a, a pretty big day, I think, like, as performance-wise. So I'm glad I could, you know, have something that represented them. Yeah, no. And so this is both, uh, I think, informative, <laughs> but it's also fun. You know, your work is definitely, um, what's the word? Just able to offer, I think, the audience uh, a range of, of, of things or you're able to get a lot from it. Like I said, kind of that just informational piece is maybe you learned something you didn't know um but also I mean just for fun right like that's why we like them they're they're interesting they represent our emotions and our feelings or our sentiments in those moments so they really just help us to communicate and express ourselves so your you know your work is becoming part of the, that fabric of communication um so that's 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 awesome it's really cool just in terms yeah. of, you know, the kind of mediums or modalities through which you design, like what made you choose illustration? What made you choose animation or like gravitate towards um, those two areas? Well, illustration, I've always been an artist at heart, like a, 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 being a designer anyway, that, I mean, it takes some artistic, um, you know, skills, but uh, drawing and stuff, that's just always been something that I love doing. Um, so it's kind of why I was gravitating towards illustration. And then I actually kind of started off with like more children's type illustrations because I, I don't know, something about it just feels so like light and fun and, you know, mm -hmm. I, I guess that's kind of part of what's developed, like what my style is today. Uh, as far as like animations and GIFs, that all started because I use them all the time, <laughs> I, all the time. I put them on like every story, probably annoyingly so. <laughs> I was going to say, are you also that person because I do have those friends who in text conversations, like the whole conversation is a series of GIFs. I'm like, how's your day to day? GIF, 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 GIF. I'm like, okay, like I get that's how we communicate. Are you that person too? Yeah, I am so much, you know, it's funny because my friends used to comment, they're like, how do you always find the best GIFs? And I'm like, I don't know. I just know the words to search. <laughs> Oh, did I break up there? Yeah, you did. I heard you say you have the words to search. What did you say right before that? 
Oh, um, my friends used to always say like, how do you, how are you always finding like the best gifs? Like where oh. are these coming from? And I'm like, I don't know. I just know what to search. <laughs> yeah, because like what are, what is the secret to that? I have literally tried to be those that person who can find the perfect gif. And literally, if I do that, it takes me like 30 minutes to respond because I cannot find the one that I'm looking for. Like, what is the science to finding the right gif? <laughs> Um, I think honestly, I, <laughs> I think it's kind of like with searching anything, like when you're looking at hashtags, it's um, when people are using those things, because that's really when you're making a GIF, you're using a hashtag, you know, mm. that people can search. Um, so it, it's really about like, what would I search if I was looking for this? And that's really like the science behind it. Like I, I have a GIF that it was when I was practicing um, some like editing features on Jiffy, I used mm-hmm. this uh, clip of Paul Rudd and it's just really funny, like what he was doing. And what instantly came to mind was the phrase that boom shakalaka. And so I literally tagged it that. And a bunch of other things, but that one is searched a lot. Wow, really? Wow. (laughs) Okay, so the things that we didn't know were searched (laughs) there. That is nuts. I would have known. I would have thought about that. That is really crazy. That is. Okay, that was a total sidebar, but I feel like that was a learning moment for myself, including, I'm sure, some people who will be listening to this. Yeah, just search words that you use. Like, it's really, that's what, you only are allowed to use, like, 30 hashtags Mm. when you're uploading a GIF. So people, like, will put just, you know, just very common words. So, like, Cinco de Mayo. I put Cinco de Mayo, but I also put May 5th, like, Mm. in English. I also put Cinco. I put... Um, you know, I'm describing what it is. So like the papel picado, I put that as a hashtag. It's that if you just describe what you want to see, you will find a GIF for it. Okay. You know what? I'm, I'm going to practice and practice with my <laughs> friends who can send them like literally in five seconds. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is too quick. I can't do it. Too much. Um, thank you for that moment, <laughs> learning moment on the kickback. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and and kind of back to what you were, you were talking about why you chose what you chose, how you gravitated towards that, your your just like love for drawing, your passion. Um, let's dig into a little bit more just the and you touched on a little bit about the significance of the importance of you know why this type of Im- imagery. In, in your opinion, mm-hmm. why is this something that you've obviously dedicated a lot of time to and, you know, are continuing in that direction? So what's the significance there? What's the importance? Um, well, I think uh, it all just started with wanting to see myself reflected in things I use daily. Um, you know, when I'm searching for gifts, it they just don't necessarily look like me uh occasionally sure Mm. but um there just wasn't something you know there was something missing and like I kind of fell into this niche 
of the folklorico dancers like that was by accident <laughs> but I love it and I've learned so much because to be honest like it's not an area I really knew a lot about and it's something that I've just learned through mm. through drawing and through my followers and you know my followers also educate me on things and mm. I love them for that I think it's great and so um and just also asking them, like, what do you want to see? Like, what is missing in your life? What do you want to see? So they would tell me, and I would just make gifs of them. And I, you know, like, I even, I try to, while that is my niche, the Folklorico dancers, I mm -hmm. also try to make ones that just to represent Latinx people in general. And Absolutely. so my followers, you know, have suggested things. I had um, one of my young followers, he asked, because he's an avid reader, he's like, can you do a teenage boy reading? He's like, I haven't seen a gift where there's a boy reading. And so I was like, you know what? Yes, I can do that. <laughs> and so I did, and I made one. And another thing I always try to do is that I try to make them not just like my shade of brown, but as many shades of brown as I can. You know, the darkest brown to the lightest brown. And, um. you know, some of my, the ones that have the most views, like I made two teenage boys. One that I would think looks more Mexican as in the my shade of brown, but I um. also made a young black man reading also. And that one has a ton of views on it too. And that shows me too, like there's something missing in a lot of people's lives and a lot of people of color that they aren't seeing themselves represented. And then when it does pop up, they are devoted to it. They will use it. You know, I see them pop up randomly and I'm like, that's amazing that people are using yeah. this. And I'm so glad that they're using something that they feel represents them. Now that that's so true. Um, you definitely said a, a lot there. And I mean, just like you said, that request even to from a, a young boy, <laughs> you know, it wasn't a parent, it wasn't a teacher, it was literally a child saying, I want to see someone that looks like me. Like, I like to read. Why don't we have something that looks like me? And it's funny, like even, you know, the last several years, again, we've seen more of that trend where designers across the board, right, in corporate workspaces, agencies, et cetera, are um, getting more requests to make people look like real people <laughs> in various shades of people. Yeah. For you, for you being that, doing what you're doing as well. You know, how do you feel about that movement? How do we continue to push it forward just in terms of, again, seeing more imagery that looks like us and us as in people of the world, right? What are your thoughts mm -hmm. on that? Um, well, I think like, well, I think it's great that, you know, corporate culture is starting to catch on to that. I still think that like requesting these things from artists like myself, you know, mm. who are just out there, smaller artists, they're making things like this I'm doing in my free time is making those, you know, those gifs, um, at least the ones on like my artist channel. 
like asking most people because I think they're going to be a little more open and receptive <clears throat> to doing that, especially like if it's someone that looks like you, like, mm -hmm. and I just mean, because they're going to understand that want that desire of wanting to see yourself reflected, you know, in social media and things like that. And while any artist can do it, I think there's a special like bond, you know, between you know, people mm -hmm. of color that like we understand what it's like to not be represented and how important it is to properly represent because there's also a difference sometimes like in corporate culture sometimes they miss the mark by a lot <laughs> you know speak on it <laughs> well it's you know I've just seen so much where it's like uh whether they use a specific month uh, Hispanic National Heritage Month or you know whatever Right. And it's like, great, I'm glad you're posting about it. But like, is that also reflected in your corporate culture? Because Absolutely. if it's not, then you're just using it for likes on right. social media. Right, right. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I mean, that's a whole nother conversation, but just people <laughs> actually walking the walk, you know, is like you said, is it just yeah. for social? Is it just kind of for show in terms of, okay, yeah, we're, we're diverse, we were friendly, um, different cultures, what have you, but is this really reflected through and through in your organization, yeah. you know, through your different departments, mm -hmm. through how you interact with your employees, through the different support and activities and just, are you considering um, this person who it may be different from you at all levels? So yeah, like I said, that's a whole nother conversation, but yeah. definitely I, I hear where you're coming from. I, I hear where you're coming from. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, like I said, it's talking to those artists, those people, because there's also, I think the thing is, because artists of any color could do this, any mm -hmm. background, any race, religion, sexual orientation, they could all be doing this. And there are people out there doing it. But um, I think there's a thing of like, when you're doing it, when you don't know anyone's watching, I think like those are the people who, you know, are really, really out there and they really care. Absolutely. Like, you know, like I said, I didn't know people, I didn't realize people cared about what I was doing until they started following me and commenting. Other than that, I really thought I was just posting for my friends and family. <laughs> no, so, I love it. It just speaks to yeah. it just speaks to how true you are to this. I love it. Yeah, and it, it's been you know such a pleasure, and I'm glad that you know I've been able to represent um, Mexicans of all shades because they exist, all shades, all hair colors, all hairstyles, all. You know, and I'm always working on adding more and being more representative. Um, but, you know, I'm out there walking the walk and I hope that there's other people, you know, that will do that too. That will, um, I hope someone comes along eventually and does better than me and replaces what I've done. I mean, that's what those things are meant for. This is not forever, 
my stuff will eventually get replaced, but I'm glad I could show someone that it's worth doing. Absolutely. And obviously you have made a mark and I'm sure you, this is just the tip of the iceberg for you. I don't know. I just feel like that. I feel like you're barely scratching the surface of like where you're going to be a year from now, three years from now and what you're going to do. And I hope that, you know, this is, you know, a launch is just one more outlet or platform for you to tell your story because like I said, I think that there's definitely something special about it and your how genuine you are and how authentic you are is hard to find. You don't see that in everyone. I can just see that, like I said, you truly are passionate about your art as well as the intention behind it and the, the goal. So that's that's so awesome. Um, so we're going to jump into like a quick rapid fire. Uh, okay. And this is just... <laughs> You know, whatever comes to your mind first, <laughs> we, okay. we want to know. The people want to know. Um, so right. do you have a favorite artist or designer? <clears throat> I mean, I have like three I can think of off the top okay. of my head that I've, I've followed, been following for a while. Um, but Gabby Sabata, uh, Michelle Munoz, and um, oh my gosh, how did she Ah! Okay, well, we'll stick to those because I. No, okay. no, that's fair. That's uh, fair. So that I don't like, you know, stress forget. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, they're really great artists. Uh, Gabby Sabata, she's uh, like a character designer developer at Disney. Um, I came across her on social media and I just think her work's awesome. And then uh, Michelle uh, Munoz. She's also like an illustrator designer, but she does these beautiful like flower designs and lettering. I don't know. I just, I'm always mesmerized by her work. I love it. Awesome. Um, what about like a resource for those of uh, us who are creatives and those of them, I'm not a designer, <laughs> who are designers and looking for additional resources and tools? Um, what's like one of your favorite resources? What would you put out there? It's like, you have to read this or see this or, you know, use this. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the University of TikTok is <laughs> always good. Um, <laughs> but, you know, um, YouTube, like those are just two free resources that, you know, are accessible to everyone. Uh, anyone with, you know, a computer, a tablet, iPhone or whatever. Uh, but if you can like afford to pay, I actually have like a Skillshare subscription it's a bit expensive but personally I really enjoy um just learning new techniques a lot of like procreate um you know photoshop tons of great like skills skill on skillshare um <laughs> that are amazing but you know like not everybody can afford that so I learned a lot of things a lot of stuff on YouTube and TikTok. So they're always wow. Great. There you have it. You know, people are saying YouTube University now is University of TikTok. Like that's a whole <laughs> yeah. new wing. So 
Okay, we hear you on that one. And yeah. I mean, with all this leading up to now, with where you are now, like what's what's next for you? A billion views. <laughs> a billion views. Listen. <laughs> You guys help her get to a billion views. Like she deserves it. So deserving. A billion views. I know you're going to make a billion views by the end of the year. I know it. I just know it. And when it happens, please, by all means, tag me, email me, anything. Like I made it to a billion views. I will. I I will. Yeah. And we are celebrate her. Like we're gonna on my social and working social, we'll we'll definitely be celebrating you. So yes, here's to a billion views. Um and lastly, like, where do we find your work? Because the people need to see it. We've talked about it, but everyone <laughs> needs to see this. Um those of us who are visual, we need to see it, we need to share it, um, and we need to be talking about, you know. Jack and people like you. <laughs> so, where do we find your work? Yeah, so my work is available on Instagram. That's primarily where I post, um, which my handle is Jack. It's like zero underscore O. I'm sure you could put that somewhere. Um, yes, we're going to put and- it in the description <laughs> on tag it, all that. Yeah, and then as far as like if someone wants to purchase my artwork, yes. uh, they could just uh, head over to my website. That's also if someone wants to hire me to, because I'm always available for that, um, to make GIFs or illustrations. Also on my website, it's just JacquelineRamos.com. It's also, um, you know, a link in my Instagram. So that kind of makes that easy. My name is a little long, but um <laughs> Yeah, so that's where you can find me, TikTok, although I'm not the best at posting in there, but I'm trying. (laughs) No, me neither. I think I have like two videos. We won't even talk about posting on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But okay, so JacquelineRamos.com and you are available for hire to make GIFs, to make illustrations. You know, we want people to definitely support your work, um, your free work and your paid work. We also want people to to hire you and to purchase your work. So that is so important. Um, And just to continue to support what you're doing and support creatives in general. Do not ask creatives to work for free. She has done a lot of free work. So we want to continue to support, um, you know, what you're doing, what you're just doing. So like, again, Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, this has been wonderful. Um, we appreciate you being here and just contributing your time and your talent um, to, you know, the kickback and also continue to put great work out in the world and out in the ethers. So um, until next time, and we'll be following up because we want to know what you're doing and what's going on. <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much. Honestly, I think like what you're doing is also really amazing. This, you know, finding artists that are being, you know, culturally representative or just in general representative and are really putting that out there that, you know, you can be an artist and you can be an artist at any age through any medium, no matter your background. 
Um, you know, it's really important for people to see because art is all around you. Literally everything in your life, there was a designer that created that yeah. thing. So, you know, reach out to us. <laughs> yes, so true, so true. Thanks again, Jack.